Hello and welcome to the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast, a podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a successful business. My name's Marie and I'm a website designer based in the UK. And each week I will bring you simple and actionable tips to help with your website, your marketing and just running a small business. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode number 111 of the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast. This is the season of Christmas wishes and Christmas lists. I don't know about you, but I've got lists coming out of my ears. Lists for presents, lists for food, lists for things we're doing, where we need to be and when. And then of course, in the new year, we'll have goals and plans. That's more lists. Since when did our lives become run by lists? And at the risk of adding to the lists, I thought it might be fun to think about what would be on our Christmas list for our business. You know, if our businesses could write their own wish list. So what's on your Christmas list? Maybe getting more clients. Getting clients is, I think, one of the hardest parts of running a business. And the one that most people assume will be easier than it is before they start. Did you think it would be easy until you started your business? You know your offer is amazing. So why don't people queue up to buy from you? This is not like the stories of self-employment you hear. You know, those people who tell you they get sales by word of mouth, like they don't have to do anything. And we all assume that if we do a good job, clients will flock through our doors. You and I both know it doesn't quite work like that. And let me tell you, it's hard for most entrepreneurs. Even the ones that tell you the stories about multi-million pound launches or 10k months. It takes effort to get clients. There is no silver bullet that means you can get more clients without effort. Of course, some ways of getting clients require more effort and some require less. Some are easier and some are harder. And what some people consider effort, others will consider effortless. The key is to find what works for you. And it won't necessarily be the same as what works for others, even others in the same industry as you. There are different stages to getting a client, especially if you've got a service-based business. If you have a service-based business, there are usually a few stages people need to go through to become a client. Few people find you, make an immediate decision to work with you, and then book straight away. If you've got a product-based business and your products sell for less than, I don't know, say £50, then that's slightly different because people will often make an immediate impulsive purchase. This is Christmas. I have certainly bought more than one thing (laughs) that I've seen on a Facebook ad and I've just thought, yep, that sounds great and it wasn't a huge amount of money and it sounds like it would be ideal for the person that I'm buying it for and so I've made the immediate decision. Service-based businesses are different. Think about how you make a decision to work with somebody. You might discover them, be intrigued and visit their website and or their social media and think that might be someone to work with in future. You might not work with them now because you need further convincing. You want to see what else is out there and or you're just not ready. Sometimes the length of time between somebody finding you and choosing to work with you is quite short. Sometimes it might be months or years. I've just signed a new client last week. and She first came across me about four years ago at a networking event. We've kept in touch 
that's known as nurturing, by seeing each other at other networking events, and she's on my email list. She told me that she knew she would use me when she needed a new website. It was a question of when rather than if, and that's taken about four years. If more clients are on your Christmas list, then you need to have a plan to find new clients, or at least to help them find you. You need to find at least one way to be visible so potential clients can find you. There's no point hiding underneath a Christmas tree around the back. You can't hide and expect to get more clients. Sorry, I'm a realist, not a fairy godmother. (laughs) But you can choose. And if you go back to episode 32 of this podcast, I gave lots of different ways you can find more clients. And I just want to pick up on a couple of them here. There are certainly lots more. So one is to use social media. And using social media means you need to post and you need to engage, not just have a profile. Referrals, clients recommending you to others. We all like this one. But even if you do a great job, referrals on their own are unlikely to bring you enough clients. Of course, you can use SEO. But SEO requires effort. Having a website, even a professionally built one, is not enough to get found by a search engine. I've got a lot of podcast episodes where I talk about SEO. A few are episode number 34, number 61, 101 and 103 and I've got some more coming up. But if you're really serious then I will be running my SEO Made Simple course again in the new year so watch out for that. You can use ads. I've mentioned already that I've bought things that I've seen on Facebook ads in the last month. Obviously you've got to pay for those and it is an easy way to lose a lot of money if you don't know what you're doing. You can speak on stages or be a guest expert in other people's groups, uh, networking. I know networking gets a bad rap, but really it's just turning up to events and meeting people who might potentially be clients or who might know people who can potentially become clients. You can go to fairs, which is particularly good for some industries like the wedding industry. The key is to find what works for you, what you enjoy. Absolutely no point having a strategy of speaking to other people's audiences if the thought of public speaking brings you out in hives. And you also need to choose something where your ideal clients will be. And think about using more than one way to maximise your chances. When I look back at how clients have found me, then most clients have found me via referrals, networking and SEO. You then need to think about how you're going to nurture people who found you until they're ready to buy. In practice, that means remaining visible, and building up that know, like, and trust factor. The way you were found is one way of doing that, but not always. For example, if they find you on somebody else's podcast or speaking on stage, you need to find a way to bring them into your world. Is that following you on social media? In which case, you need to post on social media. Is it your email list? In which case, you need to email. Is it retargeting ads? Personally, I found Instagram a good way to nurture potential clients until they're ready to buy from me, or not as the case may be. But I also go back to the same networking events so people remember who I am. Networking events rarely give an immediate return. It can take months or years to get clients, but they are very effective. So what else might be on our business Christmas list? Well, what about clients who respond to emails and requests for information? Because once you have a client, what then? If you offer a service like I do, you might be keen to get on and deliver your service. 
but you need information from the client to do so. You send them a request for information, but nothing. They don't respond. Sound familiar? (laughs) We're all busy, and whatever you offer might not be the priority at the time. Maybe it was when they booked, but something else has happened since, and it's no longer top of the list. I have certainly been guilty of this. I've decided to work with somebody, paid the deposit, got really busy with client work, and it has no longer been the priority. And that has meant, I've tried not to be rude, but I just don't get back to people like I would really want to, and like I intended to when I booked the service. And I've had this issue with clients many times. It's a common issue amongst all website designers. It's certainly not unique to me. So how can we stop or reduce it? Well, I've not cracked it yet, but these are my top tips. Number one is to make sure you ask for a significant deposit so the client has some skin in the game. When I started my business, I asked for a £100 deposit. And that meant clients had little to lose if they delayed the project. Once I increased my deposit to 50%, which is standard in the website design industry, then they became keener to get on with their website because they'd made a significant investment in the outcome. My second tip is to make it clear what is expected and when. Now, I'm still working on this one, but I have found the clearer I am with it so everybody knows what's expected, the more likely I am to get the information that I need and at the time I need it. Tip number three is to also make it clear what happens if they're late. I just have a vague, it may take longer, but I know others who have financial penalties if the client is late or a bonus if they're early or on time. And the reality is when you have a business like mine, it really messes up your work with other clients, especially for a website that might take, say, 40 hours or more to design and build. I can't just slot that in. So there needs to be some consequence and it's helpful if the client understands that consequence because they're much more likely to deliver their information on time if the consequence is something that they don't want. And the fourth tip I have is to make it easy. This one is so important. When I went from send me your content to answer these questions and don't overthink it (laughs) and send me some images, it became quicker and easier for my clients, which meant it's that they were less likely to be late. This was a game changer. Number three, certainly on my business Christmas list, is for Instagram to show my posts. Who else gets frustrated with social media? That post you spent ages crafting, absolutely perfect, and it just bombs because the algorithm decides to show it to three people. We've all been there. The reality is we don't control social media. We can't control who Instagram or any of the other platforms sees our posts. So what can we do? Well, we can increase our chances of being seen by playing the game. So create posts which are more likely to be shown. On Instagram, that might be reels, short reels, although I hear they're beginning to favour longer reels just to confuse us even more or keep us on our toes, or carousel posts. Use good hooks and encourage engagement. In stories, it might be more polls or questions and fewer links. 
Take note of what is working and do more of that because Instagram is more likely to show your posts or whichever social media platform you're using. The other thing we can do is reduce our reliance on the platforms. Collect people's emails by using a lead magnet and email them. Okay, you can't control whether they open the email, but good titles do increase the chances. See, there are things that you can do. And also get people to visit your website. And use other forms of marketing like SEO, networking and digital PR. Father Christmas can't change the algorithm for you, but there are things that you can do to make it more likely that your posts will be shown or make you less reliant upon it. So what else is on our wish list? Maybe clients who pay on time. I'm going to start this one by saying I rarely have a problem with clients paying on time. And I pay others promptly. I try to pay as soon as I get the invoice because I think that's only fair. And to be honest, if it goes down my inbox, I'm likely to forget it. So I try and pay as soon as I get the invoice. And my clients are also very good at paying promptly. But the way I structure my business helps. A lot of people struggle with late or non-payment from clients. And I think the big corporates are the worst. They can take forever to pay. It really isn't fair. When you do a good job for somebody, it's only right that they pay you on the agreed terms. So how can you get clients to pay you on time? Well, first of all, make sure you have agreed the terms up front. You can't complain somebody is paying late if you haven't agreed what late is. This should be in your contract. You know you should have a contract, don't you? Or otherwise agreed up front. Then make sure you have followed the right process. This is especially important if your client is a large corporate. You need to send the invoice to the right person with the right information. And make it clear what the agreed payment terms are as well as showing them how they can pay you. Don't give them any reason to delay payment. And where possible, ask for payment or at least partial payment up front before you do the work. Think about including milestone payments so you reduce the risk of undertaking all the work before getting paid. One of the reasons I don't have a problem with getting paid for the websites I build is because the final payment is due when the website is ready to go live. And I don't put the website live until I've received the payment, unless of course the client is on a payment plan. And so, guess what? People pay me pretty quickly. And the final way of ensuring you get paid is to set up a direct debit. This doesn't work for one-off payments, but it's a good way of ensuring you get paid for regular payments. You do not need to be a big business to set these up. You can use recurring payments on a system like Stripe, or you can use GoCardless, which is what I use. And I've put my affiliate link in the show notes to this because I believe there is a benefit to you if you use it, as well as to me, of course. So all my clients on payment plans pay via direct debit. And almost all my hosting and maintenance clients do too. I've had an odd payment bounce, but I can tell you the setting up direct debits is one of the best things I have done. No more chasing for payments. And as a bonus, I know exactly when the cash will come into my business, which is of course helpful. And finally, maybe a new website is on your business Christmas list. Now, this one is easy. (laughs) There are many reasons you might want a new website. Maybe your existing website no longer represents the kind of business you want to run. Maybe you're looking to up-level, attract a higher-paying client. Maybe you're embarrassed by your current website and don't promote it. 
Whatever the reason, the elves beyond the kitchen table can help. When I say elves, I mean me. (laughs) Chief elf and elf for pretty much everything else too. We can get you a brand new sparkling website with the minimum amount of stress for you. Seriously though, if you're thinking of a new website, just book in a call before Christmas and we can have a chat. You can see prices on the website, that's at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk and you can book in a call at a convenient time there too. And if you've got any questions, you can just email me. It's say hello at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk. The emails all come to me, I answer them all. But it really is that easy just to take a look on the website, see the prices, see my offers and book in a call. That's it for this week. I thought it was just a bit of fun to have a business Christmas list. So what did we have on our list? We had getting more clients. We had clients who responded to emails and requests for information. Instagram or other social media to show my posts. Clients who pay on time and a new website. I would love to know what is on your business Christmas list. Please do drop me a line at say hello at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk or if you follow me on Instagram and hopefully see my posts, I'm at beyondthekt on Instagram and you can message me on there. So that's it for this week. Good luck with your Christmas shopping and all of the rest of the list and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do follow or subscribe to be informed of new episodes. And don't forget to share with a friend. Thank you so much.